up, guys? It's Dr. Tishik Leo, Bachelor of Science. I majored in being a ledge bag. <laughs> Welcome to this special episode, looking back at all the best bits of Series 15. Murphs is on Zoom. Sup, Murphs? All right, my man. This was my favourite season yet. Because you were missing for most of it. Hey. Firstly, because we had to hide you away from voters during the election. Oh. Then during the COVID thing, when we had to hide you because you went on holidays to Spain in the middle of a pandemic. Well, it's not as ironic as having an election early just because Simon Harris was on the verge of having to resign and collapse the government. Oh, yeah. Only for him to emerge now as even more popular than you. <laughs> Excuse me? What? He's not more popular than I. Oh. He didn't even know why COVID-19 was called COVID-19 oh. or how many coronaviruses there are. Face spam. Yeah, but we all know why he's called Harris 15 because he had to wait until the 15th count to get elected. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Toad's funny, Murph's nine. You're welcome, Leo 5. Wow. Oh. That cluster shambles of an election seems like a fondly remembered childhood summer now. It all started in January with that debate between you and Michal Martin at one particularly mortifying moment. Oh no. And then that roller coaster yelling match between all the main parties with Ivan Yates. Totsalair. Which of you was the least terrible Minister for Health? I'll take that. Uh, we haven't done enough, and we haven't done enough. I Do I look relatable yet? <laughs> Has everyone forgotten about the time I told people who couldn't afford a deposit to either borrow it from their moms or emigrate? Lol. Oh, that was totes my goat's hilarious. <laughs> in terms of, I, I made mistakes, but thankfully I did all my cock-ups before the internet, so you'll never find them. Uh, and I tried to help the health service, but then James Riley came along and sat on it. Uh, that's when I got it. It was in bits, yeah. It was like that when I got there. Yeah, yeah. How much do we all hate Sinn Féin in this room right now? Ah, the vomit. I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> There's a woman in charge of the party. It, it, it doesn't feel right. Same. They're not normal. Their decisions are made by shady people in Belfast. We're totally different. When we were last in government, our decisions were made by people in Germany. And Fine Gael's policies are all set by Facebook, Google and other big firms. Just this week, I handed Tim Cook an award to Apple. For what? Best tax dodgers of the century. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, 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 that's very good. That's a very good gag for such a reckless, arrogant party leader. Now, who here has taken drugs? Uh-oh. Uh, I never did, no. Uh, though I did have a wine gum once. I was giddy for an hour. Dijak? It's, it's, it's as I said, to hat top, to, to hick press, to hop, hop, hop stress, to uh, hip, hip, hip. And Dijak, what was it you said? Uh, I, I... Uh, uh, come on now. No one's trying to grass you up. <laughs> grass. Tishuk, are you sure you're okay? K lal. Uh... <laughs> yeah, man. Buffalo wing soldier. <laughs> wow. I'm so cool. I'm probably going to be Tishuk Leo Varadkar. Tishuk. What's going on? You're live on television and you've gone very silent and starry-eyed. Yeah. He was asking you if you ever had drugs. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, it, was, it was all a very long time ago. I don't remember because, like, I was on drugs. Love. <laughs> right. Finally, the summing up lines. Look, Finnegale, a lot done, more to do. Uh, uh, I mean, we oh. haven't done enough. What? Drugs? And we want five more years <laughs> to continue not doing enough. Okay, that's it. Now it's up to you. Well, 
Welcome to this virtual media debate chaired by a former Fine Gael minister, perfectly normal. The second last debate before the one on RT next week chaired by the sister of a Fianna Fáil candidate. Not a problem in a country where half the political journalists are related, married to or shifting someone who's running for election. Let's talk now to our seven idiots. Housing, fix it you crowd of morons. We start with Mickey Martin because you're stupid, stupid face. Well, Ivan, uh, we are the only party who can deliver real change. But you and broke the country before we managed to do it. Don't interrupt the Taoiseach, that's my job. Go ahead, Mealy Martin. Well, in terms of we don't believe... We know the problem. Uh, we don't believe in terms We need of, solutions. Uh, we, we, we don't believe in terms harang, of... Calm down, harang, calm down. Harang. Look, at you can't freeze rent because the last time this country froze, Fianna Fáil ran out of salt. Quiet now! Oh, I don't like being this aggressive, but I need to come up with Ivan. Leo Varadkar? Uh, well, first of all, thank you, Matt, for placing me next to Benny Howland as it makes me look ten feet tall. Excuse me? We want to do more. Ugh. We spent the last nine years breaking the country, so we're definitely the people you should choose to fix it. Excellent, Leo. Mary Lou, you're offering free houses, free beds, free manis and pedis. Who's going to pay for it? Well, can I just say, I've You bankrupt the country. I've already been there and I'm not going back to Wales. Get over yourself. Black and tans. Oh. Michal Martin is hysterical uh, and he keeps giving jobs. That's my job. Come on, no. Now watch me give the stink uh, eye. Okay, other people we wish weren't here. Eamon Ryan. Well, I want to save the planet and the way I think we should... But you do- want to steal cars from people in rural Ireland? No, I do not want to. That is a... Mis- We've heard enough. And can I just say... Right, who is going into coalition with one another? And will it end up as badly as it's going for me? Suffering the nightly nightmare that is Ivan, who sounds like he learned to be a shock jock on a false course. Uh, we'll do a deal with anyone. Okay, no time for that nonsense with these spoofers and crackpots. Closing statements. Time. Well, excuse me, I never got to say anything all night, which I think is absolutely... And that's your time used up, Joan. It's Brendan. Michael Moron. Uh, this is my last chance uh, not to be the only Fianna Fáil leader who did not become Taoiseach going forward. Please make me Taoiseach again before I go off and make a Goldman sack load of money in the private sector. I will unite Ireland in five years. Unite it in bankruptcy. Boom. Vote green. I'm angry. Hell, I'm angry. As angry as a vegan mouse. Thank you, idiot. Thank you for nothing. What a load of crap. On the campaign trail 2020, I met the Labour Party. Remember them? No, I have never worked in a chocolate factory. How dare you? Brendan Howland was keen to portray his party as a force for change. I believe Ireland needs fresh faces and fresh ideas in government. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my back. Oh, my knees. And that's why I'm out canvassing today with some of our highest profile, most dynamic candidates like Emmett Stegg. 75 years of age. Jan O'Sullivan. A sprightly 69. And and of course, Joan Burton. Who's 71 next week. What's that, young man? I said you're 71 next week. We have a progressive manifesto oh. that promises to fix many of the problems that we created. <laughs> That's enough, Joan. Thank you. Would you consider another coalition? Absolutely. Oh. Coalition is what we do. Oh. The Labour Party after an election is like coppers at three o'clock in the morning. Stop. We will go home with anything. Oh, God. Who can forget the many successful initiatives we did. No, don't remind me. Job Bridge, oh. Irish Water, oh. Vulture Funds. Oh. I think I've lost my glasses. What day is this? I can't work my phone. Later, the dynamic Labour canvassers called it a day as there was a house with steps up to the door that not all of them could manage. Michal Lahan, it's the most wonderful and terrible time of the year. 
Good grief, where are we, Kevinny? Uh, we're in for my Taoiseach. There's an awful smell of bullshite. Well, Is Murph's nearby? I can't be seen anywhere near him for the next two weeks. No, and that's actual bullshite you're smelling? This is a mart? A mart. Yeah. Crazy turf munchers. Best not to call them that. Heifer humpers? No. Slurry suckers? Oh. Or how about manure whores? Oh, here comes one now. Remember to do the new humility thing, all right? Yeah. Okay. How was it going? What's up, dude? It's time to look forward. What? We didn't do enough. What do you want to do to make sure us honest hard Working farmers get a fair price for the beef. We, uh, Coveney, I need you for a translation. What? Coveney, where are you? Sorry, I got dragged into a crowd of fans over there. Can't believe you're actually killing it down here, Novany. Yeah. You're like four fifths turf muncher, one fifth Tom Ford. Oh, Simon, how are you doing? Come here, tell this lang our farms are small businesses, the lifeblood of rural Ireland. Uh, Taoiseach, this farmer says he's trying to run a small business. Right. right. Yep. Uh, have you not thought about pivoting into being a multinational tech firm? What? Your tax rate would be lower than my opinion of anyone from outside Castle Knock. You're some bookie you're coming down here talking to me. The next protest will get the Oh God. Coveney, it seems angry. Uh, I know, Tishuk. He's just excited to meet you. Uh, if anyone wants a selfie, I'll be standing near this cow looking frankly horrified. Oh. And I'd like to shake everyone's hands, but I hear you spit into them first. God. So I'd rather not. Let's just go. <laughs> Hello there, it's Hugh Edwards from the BBC in London here. So around late January, when Ireland was enjoying its general election, the UK marked Brexit Day on Friday, January 31st, or as I liked to call it, Bad Friday, live from Parliament Square. It's approaching 11 o'clock on a Friday night, and the square is full of red-faced people who normally would be face down in a Weatherspoon's toilet by now, or shouting at staff in a fried chicken shop to go back to where they came from. And here is their king now, live on stage, Nigel Farage. Well, 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 we've done it, haven't we? Thanks to you, the beer-swilling, Twitter-shaming, immigrant-blaming, solo-testicled, blue-passport-holding, plain-white people of Britain, we have made history. We've become the first nation to deliberately and knowingly shoot ourselves in the foot and face. People are saying Brexit is over, but I will fight on and continue to strike at the heart of Europe by claiming my MEP pension every year, all £73,000 of it. Take that, Brussels. I love this country. Now, somebody give me two more beer. And the Farage fans are absolutely applauding there. Uh, Boris Johnson, by the way, snubbed this event because apparently even the Prime Minister has standards. Earlier this evening, looking like a bleached bin man, he addressed the nation. Well, 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 well yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. Not to Brexit, but I am the Prime Minister who delivered Brexit. They said it couldn't be done. They said it shouldn't be done, but I done it. It's all sorted now. We are Brexiting. And now all we have is a couple of months to wrap up the minor formalities such as negotiating complex trade deals with the EU and the rest of the world. And by crumbling humpsticks, we will get it done. Agreeing a deal with America will be easier than opening your phone and swiping Susan, 46, from Wilshire over for a bit of bedpost notching. Tonight, friends, we leave the European Union with or without our pants on. And in the morning, we wake up to a proud, free and glorious nation still obeying all the EU trade laws, customs union rules and all the Bureau Euro waffle coptering stuff. Well done, Brexit. Well done, Britain. Quavers, what's its tizer? Welcome back to Parliament Square. 11 o'clock approaches. The crowd readies their cheap plastic Union Jack flags as Jacob Rees-Mogg uh, commences the countdown. Five. Here we go. Four. The sword of Damocles ready to fall. Three. 
two. The other shoe about to drop. One. Here we go as the fireworks. Um. The oh dear. Disaster. The fireworks, being British made and not adhering to EU standards anymore, haven't gone off. This is more ironic than Alanis Morissette singing Isn't It Ironic while ironing a non-iron t-shirt that says irony uh, on it. This is Europe's fault. The crowd unsure what to do now, many surprised that Brexit has happened, but the magic deportation wand they expected hasn't been waved. A lot of them realising that absolutely nothing has changed in the country that has been punching itself in the face for three and a half years. This is Hugh Edwards stocking up on tinned food and powdered gin on Bad Friday, BBC News. Ah, this looks like the best place to get away from it all. Can't believe I had to eat meat. Ugh. Welcome to the bunker, Taoiseach. Bah! Ah! Nobody, why are you down here? Oh. I thought the bunker was just to keep Harris and Murphs out of sight. And Regina Data Doherty and Charlie Tanigan. I'm hiding because no one wants to hear me bang the big scary Brexit power on anymore. Job losses. Woo! No reaction. Yeah. Tish, you're here. Oh. It's like God. It's like we're locked in a room with a damp rag and a sneeze. You have to let me out, man. No, Murphs. You're more toxic than Phil Hogan's time in government. What? You're locked in here until February 9th. I'm not sure I'll last that long. Oh. The fridge is totally out of pink grapefruit sherbet IPAs. Uh. They're making me drink Diageo beers. Oh. It's inhuman, man. What about me, Taoiseach? Ugh. I could maybe tweet something about the Eighth Amendment that always gets a few likes. I'm important. Do you think I'm important? Shut it, Harris. No one likes you anymore. What? Even Una Mullally prefers the shinners. <gasps> the Twitterati are as fickle as our combined views on abortion over the years. No. <laughs> oh, not again. I can't stay here with Harris Tish. This is worse than co-living, man. Everybody calm down. Our campaign has my face all over it, so we're going to be fine. Yeah, you know it's going well when we spend two weeks discussing whether you have any empathy for people. Great campaign, guys. This is the scurrilous suggestion that I don't care about poor people. It's a lie. Well, I really care what poor people oh. think of me. Uh. Some of them might grow up to become rich and vote for Nguyen. Oh, no. Anyway, gotta go. Oh. T-shirt. Yeah, he will be soon. <laughs> Extra week in the bunker for you, Murphs. Hey! Helen's <laughs> Kicks! And so on February 8th, an unnatural Saturday election, the people of Ireland made their voice heard. And it turned out that voice was hoarse from singing IRA songs. My destiny to fulfil my right as a cockman, namely to become Taoiseach and have a tunnel named after me, was dealt a shinnery blow, as Mary Lou bit off more TDs than she could chew. Okay, Sinn Féin deputies, welcome, welcome everyone. Squeeze in there. I'm sorry, yeah, there's not a lot of room. Just push in, okay? This London is an awful kip. Uh, You're in Dublin. Dublin? What do you mean, Dublin? It's where the doll sits. What's a doll? Oh, look, right, everybody, time to get started. Cunis, Cunis, shut up! Okay. Uh, for goodness sake, don't cry. Hush, everything's going to be all right. I don't want to be a TD, I'm scared. Okay. And uh, this girl come round to my house asking about running for Sinn Féin. I thought it was a sponsored run. I just signed a forum to get rid of her. Yeah. Next thing I was on posters oh. and I got three quarters. Wow. My kids nominated me for a joke. I got 10,000 number ones, but I don't want 
want to be a minister? People hate ministers. Okay, first of all, calm down. I'm only a button accordion player. What do I know about the dial? Okay, sh- sh- everyone calm down and listen to Mary Lou, please. Yeah. Who's Mary Lou? I want to go okay, home. listen to me. First of all, we need to get you all kitted out. Okay. Can all those with no fathers in their name go to the back of the room for fodder reassignment surgery, yeah? Oh, for those without Bobby Sands tattoos, <gasps> the parlour is downstairs. Oh. Can I get a Richard Gere tattoo instead? <laughs> no. At half past ten, Desi Ellis will be teaching you all the lyrics to come out, ye black and tan. Yes. At eleven, David Cullinan is leading a workshop on IRA chants and when not to use them. Up the rock! Jerry Adams is giving a lecture on his time not in the IRA. Oh. Yes. And we've a special session from Connor Murphy how to accidentally a purpose not apologise for terrible things. Yes. And Ono Bren will be doing a session on Sinn Féin policies. Oh. And more importantly, there's going to be a free book on policies for everyone. Yeah, but don't worry about those because we'll be abandoning them all very shortly. Yay! Yay! Deputy Ellis, don't stand so close to the new TDs. You're scaring them. Okay. By the way, the Claire TD has got lost on the way. She's never been to Dublin before. <laughs> Sorry, Claire. We have a TD in Claire. Yeah, I think I have her name here, Mary Lou. It's uh, Violet Ann Wynn. Oh, I just can't keep up. It's giving me a headache. Sorry, what did you say her name was again? Violet Ann Wynn. That can't be right. Did we get someone from the DUP elected by mistake? Miss, <laughs> miss, Someone has their miss. hand up there. What is it? When do we get our expenses? I spent 10 euro on a fry in the Kingfish. Can I get it back in sterling? Look it, for heaven's sake. It's such an honour to be here <gasps> as Ear Hector on Henfin. Look, it's your man off Twitter. I think he's the grandfather in Derry Girls, but he's looking fair shook. Can I get a selfie? Sure, my honour. Look at him in his GA jersey with his teddy. He's so cuddly. You just want to give him a hug. Sorry now, the Jerry selfie queue doesn't start until after lunch. Because now... So, sorry, because now we will agree a straight strategy for government formation yes. that will be put together in a free, yes. open and democratic right. set of instructions from Belfast. Uh, I'll keep an eye out on the emails, Mary Lee. Thanks, Pierce. In the meantime, let's start booking the talk. Perfect. Somebody get Eamon Ryan on the phone yes. and use the recognised code word so he knows it's us. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Now everybody start deleting their old social media posts. <laughs> Don't draw on the wallpaper. In February, the US Democrats race was still heating up like my circuit boards in high winds. For one of the debates, Brian O'Donovan was in Vegas. Baby. So far, the Caucasian candidates in these caucuses have campaigned courageously. But who will win to represent the Democratic Party to be defeated by Trump in November? Bernie Sanders is the frontrunner. We gotta move money from the billionaire class to the 99% just like my heart moved all the blockages by going into arrest to distribute the cholesterol evenly. Every heart attack just makes my aorta more socially conscious of the other arteries. And I am so old, my medical records are actual vinyl records. Michael Bloomberg is spending $500 million on his campaign, which sounds impressive until you realize it's the equivalent of you or me spending $500 in Macy's. He was the focus of attacks by Elizabeth Warren. She's the one who sounds like a child putting on an old lady voice. He's a filthy animal who's horrible to women and minorities. We've already got one of those. We don't want another one. Uh, Mr. Bloomberg, do you care to respond? Well, those women just didn't like my jokes. 
jokes such as, is that a Me Too movement in my pants or am I just happy to see you? That was a classic. And I tell you, those women couldn't wait to get into my non-disclosure agreements. Then there's Mayor Pete, the Buttigieg without any edge that everyone on the internet under 40 loves to boot. Look at my face. I'm the in-store picture frame model of this campaign. I won my local mayoral race twice with at least a dozen votes, so I am completely qualified to be the next president of the United States, the first beige president. You don't want some rich guy who's just buying the nomination. You want me, who's having the nomination bought for him by some rich guys. The third candidate from the 40s, the 1840s, is Joe Biden. But he's fallen in the polls, and he can't get up. There was a nice African-American kid who picked me up, and I gave him a quarter to go buy himself a cool pop. And that nice young man helped me become the first president to have a black VP. Uh, Sir, you were never a president. That's right, it was the 70s. No, I... How many women did you harass? What? I'm not Mike Bilderberg. No, no, are you not? That's him over there. Ah, sheesh, you all look the same. Donald Trump is the horrible oldest face of wealth and equality and billionaires. And I promise this country I will be the acceptable hometown Midwest face of that wealth and equality. After the debate, Mayor... Bloomberg had strong words with Elizabeth Warren. We don't know exactly what he said, as out of habit, Bloomberg made her sign an NDA. And if that didn't depress you enough, Donald Trump was yelling things at a helicopter. Crazy Bernie's in the lead. The Democrats have lost their minds if they think I'm going to be defeated by the guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've survived Mueller impeachment, 360 days of KFC a year, and the E-numbers they spray on my face every morning. So none of these losers are going to beat me. I've tried everything to lose this jab, but they keep making me do it. How am I going to do four more years? There's nothing left of America to destroy. Right, O'Donovan, no longer seeking a renewal of my contract in Washington. RT News. Ah, and we were having such fun. And then on the 12th of March, the world quite literally changed forever. Ready? Good morning, Ireland. You know what I'm about to say is important. Not because it's 6.30 in the morning here in Washington, or that I have my Reeling in the Years face on, but because it's 11.30am at home, where we wouldn't even be close to starting work. I'm closing all schools, colleges, public buildings, and anything else that isn't already shut down due to normal levels of incompetence and massive waste of resources. Hashtag it was like that when I got here. We are urging people to create distance from each other. And without any irony whatsoever, we're leaping straight into bed with Fianna Fáil in the national interest. We ask people to work from home if they have one. But now is not the time for political point scoring. Now is the time to keep Sinn Féin away from office because they don't have clean hands. And also because their types of masks have holes in them. Later, Thornish the Simon Coveney will be announcing the containment measures in detail. So do pay careful attention as it's easy to zone out and daydream when he's talking out loud. Thank you, Ireland, and good luck, everyone. 
Yes, it's day one here at Cheltenham. Another one for the Irish there. Galloping Virus, the 20-1 outsider, winning it by a head from our stablemate Social Distancing, who was not fancied by the heaving crowds here. Ted Walsh is with some very happy punters. Ted? Ah, yeah, Galloping Virus is a lovely mount. She responds very swell to the whip. Redding her arse for her and away she feckin' goes. And if you can hang on to her ears, sure, you're halfway home. Speaking of which, I'm here with a few lads from back home. Hey! How are you doing, lads? He is washing yeah. your hands. Oh, yeah, I did. 20 seconds, a whole lot. I got it done this morning to get out of the way so I could enjoy the day. Oh, yeah. <coughs> and you, Derry, you, you, uh, show us your routine, how you wash your hands. Yeah, I, I get a clump of grass like yeah, this, yeah. and I spit on it. Oh, yeah. And then you give yourself a good rub, and then you dry it on the trousers. Right. But on the back of the trousers, the bit that's under the wax jacket where no one can see. Yeah. Right, and what if you're doing deals? Are you still shaking on deals no. or what? No, we stop spitting in the hand oh. and shaking on deals. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we spit on each other's elbows instead. Yeah, right, yeah. Elbow, and yeah. do you think you'll be let in when you get home? Oh, stop! Oh. I'm going straight to the local yeah. and hopefully I'll be quarantined there for a fortnight. <laughs> so there you have it. Cheltenham is going ahead. No problem here. Yeah. The crowds are operating a two millimetre separation policy yeah. and everyone has a few old tissues stuffed down yeah. their wellies. And the wellies are turned down and all yes. and they're restricting hugs yeah. to only hugging people people when they're absolutely hammered, which they are most of the time, because they're the Irish at Cheltenham. (laughs) Now Boris Johnson took time out from his holidays in power to address the coronavirus by refusing to ban public gatherings or shut schools like other countries, or the recommendations of scientists who are treating the virus like an Ed Sheeran song. They say it can't be contained, but we might be able to slow its spread. Right, chaps, this is my serious face. People of the United Kingdom, I've listened to the science on this, and I shan't sugarcoat it. Science is really hard to understand. The best I can make out is that it's like mathematics, but with pictures. My only grasp on maths is how to spell boobs using a Casio calculator, and I only look at pictures if they have boobs on them. I've noted that Ireland and much of Europe are going into lockdown to stop people dying. Pulling together in solidarity with the rest of Europe would be a betrayal of those who voted for Brexit and the one percenters who paid for it. Therefore, I say we will stay open. We will keep Northern Ireland open and Cheltenham and rub our British hands on things going back to Ireland to teach them a lesson about going all namby-pamby, wag-wag, gob-gob European on this issue. And Britons, go forth to your events this weekend and spread this virus quickly so we can get the pandemic done and go back to business with whoever's left while the EU cowards hide in their homes just to save their lives. We will emerge with the strongest economy amid the global crash and even fewer people in receipt of benefits. This is a brave and difficult decision, but but, but we will be remembered as heroes among those who survive. This is the war I always wanted. And to quote my hero Winston Churchill in my favourite documentary, Shrek, some of you may die, but that is a sacrifice I am willing to make. Tesco knick-knack chipsticks quavers. Stay calm and carry on panic buying. This is you, Edwards, wistfully remembering the three-year hell that was Brexit. BBC News. Good night. 
Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to Love Land. In another studio is the caretaker minister for panic shopping, Heather Humphreys. Go ahead. There's no need, Joe, to be going out mad shopping like a Dublin civil servant in Newry. People need to calm down like the sound of my soothing, calm voice. So there's not. So calm yourselves. Let's go to our calls. James in Port Leash, you have a small business. Go on. I have a young lad here working for me, Joe. He's only 15, so I don't have to pay him the minimum wage. Mm. But he's feckin' useless. Uh. Would the virus be a good excuse to fire him? Uh, James, 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 solidarity. Absolutely. Dave Jennifer Double Barrel McNeil the new Fine Gael TD from Monkstown Line 3 go on Not this dose Hi Jess if you might know me from such panel shows as all of them <laughs> Go on have you a question I just want to echo the statement of my earthy colleague Heather uh. Yes it's a crisis but it's not a let's start drinking new world wine sort of crisis Have you a question Jenny don't be wasting me time Oh yes are the cues bad in a vodka in Monkstown? What? Should one send the butler to their cheese room this evening? Ah. Or the au pair in the morning? Well, these are not the panicky questions we need. Minister, should people be stocking up? I get over it, Joe. There's no need to panic, hey? Not even a little bit. If people panic and go out and bulk buy, the shops will be running out of gold. You're here to hear first on the live line. There's no. going to be a run on the shops no. and maybe on the banks as well. No. The minister confirmed this. No, I did not say that. Panic on the streets. Anarchy. Anarchy, I, minister. I, uh, <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Join us after the break when we ask Should we quarantine everyone coming back from Cheltenham Or just sink the Stena line before it gets to Dublin Port Back up this, back up <laughs> Well, I'll bring you now friends to late March When tragedy truly struck the country Yes, I was laid low by the thing Chump and Jiminy Took me off the radio and the late late twice Prompting some well-known well-wishers On the Tuberney voicemail Who left their messages after the Ha-ha! Ha-ha! Ryan Pat, it's me. Sorry for calling you so late, late. I hope you're okay, genuinely. If there's anything I can do, maybe call down to your house, nail the door shut so that no one can get in or out. I can pop down to Studio 4 at half nine tonight to do your messages for two hours. A cough is a scary thing. I just read on the WHO website that people may have to isolate for 21 days or three Fridays, just to be sure. Three of them, Ryan. Be well. I'm ready to serve. Ha-ha! Good afternoon to you, Ryan. Wash your hands. Have you not been washing your hands? How many times did I say, wash your hands, wash your hands? Anyway, if the late, 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 late is in any difficulty, I've the cleanest hands in the country. I've washed them so much I don't even have hands anymore. I've worn them down all the way to the elbow. The elbow! Which means that I'm unarmed. Unarmed! <laughs> Do you get it? Back after this, back after this. Ha ha! Hi, it's Claire, phoning you from the shed. Yes, still here after two weeks. I feel like I'm Bosco. Still, I had no choice but to do the shed. It was either this or Orte Cork and, you know, be careful out there or they might put you in a shed too. Anyway, I would offer to step in, but, you know, I'm in a shed. I've taken apart the lawnmower and put it back together again three times. After this, I'm seriously thinking of getting rid of the shed. (laughs) Ha ha! Hi Ryan, it's Ray here. Just to let you know that if you need me to... Message deleted. Ha <laughs> ha! It's me again. Just heard the news. I'm doing your show. I'm so reluctant and sad. But I'll do my best, Ryan, not to be too amazing and make you look bad. 
First time ever a woman presenting the late late. Wow, maybe it is the end of the world. Oh, and by the way, don't worry. I'll put the voodoo doll down now. Bye. Hans, chicks, my Mary Lou Mini Max. I want you to give you an Instagram update. You're probably wondering why I haven't been in the jaw this past while. We shinners are well used to avoiding parliaments, of course. Hilarious. Hashtag seriously, though. I tested positive for the thing. I'd like the true ordinary working class hero that I am. I had to wait two weeks for the results, unlike a certain tarnished uh, hashtag relatable. So I know exactly how you all feel out there as I recuperate in my 17-bed hideaway on the disgraceful doll salary, which I now take in full to stick it to the man. So thanks for all your support. Don't forget to keep liking and subscribing below. Let's get Scary Flu McDonald trending again. I'm so framing that copy of The Irish Sun, by the way. <laughs> Hun buns, my McDonald's massive. Hope you're all keeping busy. Hashtag let's get real. You don't want this virus. You don't want it anywhere near your family, your home or your community. I'm talking about the Finnegan Finnafall Coalition. They put out a vague document promising everything and showing no proof of how to fund it. That's our election manifesto. It's the most blatant rip-off since Enya recorded an entire album of a toilet flushing and made a billion euro out of it. My message to the smaller parties, if you're serious about change, don't go in with FGFF. They're mega lame. Be like us, be cool, sit back, roar at them from the sidelines that you could do better. Like an overweight dad at his 12-year-old's GAA training. Hashtag InstaLife, hashtag no filter, hashtag keeping it real, yo. Sup Chiquitas, welcome to my new followers and a reminder to check out the range of Sinn Féin branded face masks in the online shop. We've been wearing masks for protection since the 60s. Hashtag conscientious. Now I've had Finnegale trolls accusing me of hiding away when the truth was I didn't want to milk my illness for political gain. Not like Simon Harris on telly every two minutes looking like death cooled down and he's not even COVID. Shame he never built the children's hospital he promised because he looks like he needs it. Anyway, I'm well again and can go back to doing what I do best, not criticising the government's COVID-19 response because I haven't worked out which way the wind is blowing on that one just yet. Hashtag confusing. Still serving up some shinner realness. Later, players. Is it on? Yes, yes. Folks, I have taken a coronavirus test. Like my paternity tests, it is sadly positive. But chin up through the virus. Let's get COVID done. I was delighted last night to stand and clap the brave workers from the NHS. And let's be honest, probably not the first time I've given nurses the clap. It goes to show how successful our coronavirus policy has been. That even I, the Prime Minister, have been stricken down. At times like this, I wish that sign on the side of my Brexit bus about getting 350 million a week back to the NHS hadn't been a 52-seater coach-sized lie. But let me assure you 
that even though I have a cough, a fever, a flu, and I pass out every 15 minutes, I will continue to be as effective a Prime Minister as I usually am when I'm on holiday on a billionaire's yacht somewhere far away from the post-apocalyptic dystopia that is the Britain I have created. Ipso COVID knickknacks quavers! <sighs> All week we received constant updates on the Prime Minister's condition from a spokesman outside number 10. No need to worry, the Prime Minister is in perfect health and he is monitoring the situation. As a precaution, the PM has gone into hospital but just to test their linen to see what thread... I can confirm the Prime Minister is a bit under the weather but having a nice nap like he does when ladies speak at Cabinet and with no time at all... Unfortunately, uh, the Prime Minister's condition has deteriorated but he is a fighter and there is no doubt... He will take on... Uh, the latest is that he has died a little bit. But don't worry, Boris will be back up and chasing mistresses again in no time. And in the meantime... The PM is feeling a lot better today. He's sitting up, he's making inappropriate remarks to all of the nurses and he will be back mismanaging this country again in no time at all. Ah. All right. All right, Kuna's deputies, let's uh, begin this, the final sitting of Dáil Éireann. Oh. Uh, the Taoiseach, as Láhar, the leader of the opposition, as Láhar as well. Allow caretaker Minister Harris. Yeah. No booing, I have emergency powers and I'm not afraid to use Proceed, them. Proceed, Minister. I think it's irresponsible to have a dull debate when the advice to everyone is stay at home. <laughs> People with underlying conditions should not be out in public and judging by the colour and shape of them, that's most of the Fianna Fáil parliamentary party. <laughs> stay at home. The only exemptions are for very important ministers who who have essential photo ops to attend. Photo op yours! Under no circumstances should the following be out of public. People over the age of 70. Transparency on government decisions. Questions about why it took me weeks to meet nursing home leaders while I did 700 TV appearances. Point of order, Calcarla. If your nurse a pint at home, does that make you a hero without a cap? It's a cape, Deputy OD, and I'm wearing one. Without interruption, please. The public health advice is that people stay at home and don't Google stuff that I said about penalising nurses financially for going on strike last year. And we should cocoon any questions about why I let the health service get into the shocking state in the first place. I'm important. Hello Deputy Donnelly. Mm. Count Corla, we are here today to hold this government to account. Yes. And also because we're having a few offices measured for the return of the Jack Lynch portraits. Hello caretaker minister Josepha. How dare you all come in here with your questions. Shame on you. I've had to drag myself away from planking to personally ignore your queries. Have you no respect for our birthright to rule and clap ourselves on the back? Right, is that it? I hereby adjourn democracy. Uh, I mean the doll for the foreseeable future. But because this is Ireland, chippers can stay open, but Parliament must close down. You may be hearing a lot about COVID-19 right now. Even your ad breaks are bite-sized, listen-to-your-mammy-style recaps of what you've just been told to do on the news and on every other show all day. That's why there now follows a COVID advisory warning about COVID advisory warnings. 1. Stand at least 2 metres from your radio so you can't smash it to bits when the same ad comes on for the 27th time that day. 2 metres is over 6 feet, or about the width of your ever-expanding comfort-eating belly. 2. Refrain from yelling at the annoying information coming from your radio. No one's listening to you, so you'll just be as silly as Eamon Ryan shouting about window boxes. 3. If you're at risk, isolate and deprive yourself of vital services, cocooning, or living in rural Ireland, as it used to be known. 4. Remain alert for the following symptoms of a COVID-19 news overload. An overinflated sense of how knowledgeable you are on medical issues now, even though the closest you ever got to studying medicine was reading the label on a pack of Imodium. 
an uncontrollable urge to share baseless information on your WhatsApp groups. If you show any of these symptoms of COVID overload, it's time to switch to activities that are much more conducive to your mental health. Try meditation, screaming into a pillow, or opening that second bottle of wine at 11 in the morning. Rest assured, this crisis will pass. Before long, you'll be back in work, bitching about your boss and spending your weekends in woodies with a spouse you're not sure you love anymore before heading to a family barbecue, fondly remembering the days when you didn't have to spend Sunday in the same room as your in-laws. This public service announcement was brought to you by the unelected Government of Ireland, still on full salaries, by the way. COVID-19, the best thing accidentally making Ireland look competent since the Brits made a hames of Brexit. Hello, is anyone there? Oh, maybe they gave me the wrong dial-in code again. Please say oh, your name hi. and we'll add you to the conference. Oh, Simon Coveney. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Ah. Press the hash key. Michal Martin going forward. Has joined the conference. Catholic and Tisha, are you there? Hello? Hi. Hello? Sports casual Tish. Has joined the conference. Sup, dude? Sorry it's taken ages to get around to this. I was out in City West being photographed looking amazeballs tall. Hang on, you can go to a photo op, but not to leaders questions in the doll. I mean, that's Hi, everyone. I'm... Eamon Ryan for National Unity. Has joined the conference. Hi, I'd like to order some more seeds. Ah, yes, I think the grassroots are very important. right? What's this? The government formation talk. Like oh God! Uh, Not this again! Uh, oh. Eamon Ryan for National Unity loser. has left the conference. Uh, okay, guys, if we could just discuss anyway, the, uh, where was I? Uh, hello, can anyone actually hear? Alan Kelly, yeah, has joined the conference. Come on, ah, my ear, uh, dude. There's a microphone. There's no need to roar. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to welcome Deputy Kelly to this process. As you're aware, we've been working on a policy platform. Plat. Far. Uh, on behalf of the Fine Gael negotiating team, I'd like to... So what to do you say, dude? Hey! Are you in? Like, I know you don't have the numbers. Uh. Labour TDs have been self-distancing since before it was even a thing. <laughs> very good, yeah. Okay, I listened to your proposals and I report back to my party. Uh, that shouldn't take very long. <laughs> oh, and congrats on winning the raffle to become the last ever Labour leader. Yeah! Uh, for goodness sake, my ears! Alan Kelly! Yeah! has left the conference. All right, caretaker teacher, let's discuss the issues. The biggest prob we have now is working povs trying to get laid off so they can claim corona dough. Seriously? I've no stats or facts to back that up, but it's been ages since I riled up people before progress, so I thought I'd just put it out there. Right, come on, this is no time to restart your welfare cheats, cheaters all palaver. Yeah. Half a million people are signing on. <laughs> you don't want to risk a campaign for us. What? To drop our unvouched expenses with the doll shut. Be sensible now. Oh, that's true. Hello, has someone muted me or uh, why is no... Now let's look at a revolving Taoiseach serving equal terms Absolutely Knock yourself out What? Yeah Really? Yeah I'll have someone clear out my office tomorrow are you serious? But I'm keeping the Mr. Taoiseach mug. BTW. Love that mug. Hold on a second now. You want me to go first? Well, you did win more seats. Fair and square. Well, well not so, let's not be too hasty. You've been across the, the COVID crisis. Anyway, see you in two years. Let me know how the massive recession, gigantic deficit what? and overwhelmed health service works out for Wait, you. No. Gotta go. I have a personal training sesh on Zoom. Yeah, sports I, casual oh, Taoiseach. Has <laughs> left the conference. Fuck this. This doesn't sound good. What? Michal Martin going forward. Has left uh, the conference. Uh, 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 hello?
Hello and welcome to a special COVID-19 medical shortage edition of Winning Streak with me, Marty Whelan. Ha! And if you're wondering why I'm chirpier than usual, it's because we don't have our studio audience, so unexpectedly I'll be washing my hands less than usual. Remember, it's not too late to pop out and buy a scratch card, match three swabs, and you're in with a chance of winning a test. Rare as hen's teeth, Marty, yes indeed. And if you're a doctor, collect all the letters to spell out face mask, to be in with a chance of being in with a chance of entering a draw, to be in with a chance of winning some PPE from China that may or may not work. Now, let's see who's first out of the big drum. It is Mary from Carrick and Shannon. Are you in line, Mary? I'm here, Marty. I'm a huge fan. Oh, stop that now. (laughs) No, really, I loved you since before you got cranky. Ah. Spit on me, Marty. Can't do that anymore, Mary, in line with the HSE guidelines. Now, you called your doctor three weeks ago. That's right, I had a fever, a cough, mm-hmm. and a temperature. But I feel grand now. Well done, Mary. You've matched three buzzwords. <laughs> yes. Which means you've won our top prize, a coronavirus test that should be widely available, but it isn't. Well done. Oh, bravo. Oh, no, thank you. I haven't won anything since my local counsellor got my hip surgery brought forward from 2025 to 2024. Oh, delighted. Well done. Even though by the time you get the results back, you'll either be fine or uh, not fine, and it'll be as useful to you as a voucher for Debenhams. <laughs> now for our special journalist draw, spin the story. What's that, Marty? Well, Marty, where whatever journalist I pull from my bag of balls here will spin the wheel to win a question to ask the government. First up, it's John from the Times. I'm very excited. I might actually get to ask a real question, Marty. Well, let's spin and see, shall we? Our top prize is a question about the massive delays in testing. Well, let's see where the ball lands. Ah, I'm sorry, John. Uh, What did I get, Marty? It's landed in the does Simon Harris get any sleep at all? Oh, not again. So sorry. Time to go. Stay safe out there. And by safe, we mean move to Germany for the next pandemic where they can actually do tests. Oh, bold, Marty. Very bold. (laughs) And that's where we leave you, friends. Superheroes without capes or PPE. A lockdown without an exit. A government without accountability. A minister for health without anything to do other than whatever Tony Houlihan tells him to. A coalition formation process without urgency. And I'm a Taoiseach without mandate, or as I prefer, Taoiseach off the leash. Until we meet again, in better times I hope, after the Fianna Fáil Fine Gael gay marriage and with plenty of scandals, shambles and gas for you to have kicked about and laughed at. Callan's Kicks will return. We hope you do too. Stay safe out there and go back to sleep, Ireland. Tea shout. <laughs>